I've just left my hostel. Very friendly young man there, Sebastian. And I've informed my roommate, Ivan, from Mexico, of my mission. And uh, he laughed and said, I hope you find something. And so do I, frankly. Um, it's a 45 minute walk. So, um, so it'll be an hour and a half round trip. So if I don't find anything, frankly, I'm going to have missed dinner for nothing, yet again. Um, this is my second trip down to the Seine to try and retrieve this letter. Um, fans of this story will recall the second instalment, which uh, didn't go so well when um, the entire area around Notre Dame was shut down for... Uh, I think just for a concert, but there were lots of police around um, and I thought they had guns. Um, they didn't on closer inspection, but they felt like they had guns. Um, and I decided against vaulting the barrier running across towards Notre Dame, which don't forget had recently been the subject of quite a large fire. Um, so I thought I wouldn't draw quite that much attention to my uh, presence when there were so many people, police around. But uh, this time I shall not be dissuaded. Um, the crucial piece of information that I didn't have on my last trip down there is that my correspondent did indeed write a reply to the love letter that I left. And that reply is or certainly was folded up and put into the hole in the wall by the Seine where I left one for her. Whether it's still there or not is, I feel like the chances are slim. Um, it's been, well that was July she left it, it's now the end of October. Uh, so if some scamp hasn't had it away then I suspect that the rain might have done. So, as I reach a busy intersection with uh, all, the, all the life of Paris zipping around me, the bikes everywhere, those little electric scooters <laughs> coming out of nowhere, restaurants propping open their doors, and... Um, Actually, to be honest, I'm just following my nose. I hope my nose won't nose where it's going. Um, I'll pick this up again when I'm a bit closer. All right, well, I'm getting close. I had my first sight of Notre Dame shadows in the gloaming and um, can't be more than five five minutes walk or something from the hole in the wall here are the steps going down to where I believe on the other side we have our crossing point a group of um, maybe Dutch school children maybe not Dutch who knows maybe I've just got Dutch on the brain so I'm now down along the waterfront. You can't see this. I can, it's still beautiful, even when the sun's not shining. 
down below the city streets. The boats aren't out yet. Oh, here's one now, actually. The restaurant boats and the kind of phosphorescent street lights reflected in the water. It's pretty choppy today. It's a real nip in the air. So if this, if I'm right, and this is the set of steps where I wrote it, then it's looking pretty bare. There's no one sitting there today, that's for sure. Apart from behind me, those Dutch kids, there's not many people down here at all. Not at all like it was when I came by in July. Everyone was out here picnicking. There was someone here to borrow a pen and I could write my letter and then rewrite it and rewrite it again until I got the words even close to being right. Here we go. Maybe, you know, maybe this isn't quite the right spot. Maybe it was the next one. I can't see. There's a really distinctive piece of graffiti um, where I left it. Uh, do you know what? Oh, no, it is. It is. This is the right one. This spot, it looks so different in winter. So the, the annoying thing is you can't actually quite read what this piece of graffiti says. The first word is l'amour. Um, it says l'amour c'est comme les, and then something that's illegible. Something, c'est something illegible, and then something else illegible. I think it was more legible in the summer, to be honest. But um, still, I can't translate it. So anyway, here we go. Where the hell did I leave that note? Um, do you know what? I think I might have brought you down here on the false pretenses. <laughs> Not false pretenses, but I think there might be an anticlimactic ending to this story. There's certainly a couple of cracks where she could have left it. But I'm not seeing any notes, I'll be honest. Here's the graffiti. There are cracks all over the place, actually. <laughs> I I'm sort of crouching down now. I'm pretty sure I didn't leave it this far down. But now I'm going to have to check every single crack until I'm satisfied there's absolutely no chance that it's here somewhere. And that's like a vertical crack. I definitely didn't put it in a vertical crack. I think, do you know what? I think I put it in this one. And I can't see a thing in there, to be honest. Um, I'll just get my phone and put the torch on. Bear with me. Yeah, there's nothing in there. If, if there ever was anything, it's gone now. Not even a mushy pulp. Well... I can't deny <laughs> that is a huge anticlimax. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm certain it was in there. So someone else, this means. I mean, there's a bit of paper on the floor here. No. <laughs> That's a part of a cigarette packet. So that means someone else. I thought it was a bit obvious when I left it there, to be honest. Um, so someone else was probably sitting just on these steps at some point 
at the end of July or in August, sitting here and just thought, hang on a minute, a bit of paper. <laughs> and they've taken it out and read it, and God knows what they've done with it. Maybe they've started their own love story. I hope so. That's about the only conclusion, <laughs> optimistic conclusion that I can take out of this little walk I've taken you on. I can only apologise. But do you know what I'm going to have to do? You know what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to sit down and write another letter. Maybe to you guys. Thanks for bearing with me. <laughs> See you in the UK. Thanks for listening.